In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana. And I'm Nicole. And we are here with a very special guest um, by popular demand. We have Liza Lieberman. She was not only my, she's not only my BFF and one of my bridesmaids, but she also helped me coordinate not only just my style where she could see anyone who is, who has seen the dress that I wore and just like the whole look for the wedding day. She also helped me coordinate the bridesmaid styles. So we wanted to have her on because we got so many questions from you guys about like how to put together like a bridesmaid's look, color palette, how to do something a little different. I know like for it's funny if I wasn't um if I didn't have a beach wedding, I think my go-to would have been to just have like bridesmaids in all black because I'm terrible Liza will tell you, I'm terrible at fashion, <laughs> I'm te- terrible at like coordination and um I just like had no idea what to do. So this would have been a great episode for me listening before, but thankfully I had Liza to help me out. I came to you, Liza, and I said, I don't like, what do you think I should do for the color scheme? And you told me what we wound up doing. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. Like I have no sense of being, of how to do that or how to approve it. And you were like, I'll do it for you, which was like the most incredible thing. Um, So do you want to like, take the listeners through the process of how that works and just like what the vision you had was or like how you, how you even get, like, let's say you're having a wedding. What is the first thing you, you do to even figure out like what color your bridesmaids dresses should be? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, first of all, when it comes to you and anything to do with styling, my gut is to just say, Jordana, let me just like take over this. I got this. <laughs> That's my gut too. It works uh, out so well. <laughs> And that's why we're a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to getting started on bridesmaids for a wedding, the most important thing to like consider is what kind of vibe am I going for for my wedding? Like, do I want something more bohemian? Do I want something more traditional? You have to take into account your florals. What colors are going to be in the florals? What is my backdrop of my pictures going to be? Like, you, you have to make sure that everything is cohesive. You wouldn't come in and be like, Let, you know what? Let's try hot pink for my like country club wedding. Like it just doesn't <laughs> fit. So you have to like really think about all of those pieces when you're like trying to come up with a color scheme. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like the trends have changed over time. I feel like five, 10 years ago, it was everybody wore same color, same exact style dress. Nowadays, you see people wearing you know, same color, different style dresses, but you guys really did different colors, but same scheme and different style dresses. And that is so hard to pull off. So how did you, how did you decide on that actual color palette to do for Jordana's wedding? So Jordana had said she wanted something on the more neutral side and like Knowing her and her personality, she's not one who's going to say like, yes, let's have tons of bright colors. Like up until a couple of years ago, Jordana was wearing all black all the time. Um, still doing and probably still still probably 80 yes. percent of the time. Is that right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 70 to 80. There you go. You know, you're from New York right. when. <laughs> exactly. So I knew we were going to stay neutral. And obviously being that it was a, a beach wedding. We wanted to keep it, you know, on the lighter side and, and something that like picked up the the beach vibe. Um, so that was kind of how we landed there. Yeah, it's interesting. Like when did this when did like the the trend of not doing like one color or like what like the exact same dress even begin? Like I feel like when we look at like pictures of our moms and wedding dresses or our mom's bridal parties, like it was like same color, everyone wearing the exact same dress. Like I feel like the wedding 
like the trends have really changed a lot is that just like in the past few years or i don't even know i feel like it's the past few years i mean i i have been in a wedding where i wore the exact same dress and the exact same color and style as everyone else but that was probably like six years ago and then two years after that i wore the exact same color by the same designer but different styles and then i feel like the boom of pinterest happened and it was like Mm. wait a second we can wear different dresses that look better on our skin tones like we have options here this is fantastic and then people really like embrace that so say you're a bride and you're like okay i do want to go for this look i feel like it's very intimidating to brides because i mean the questions we get are like well what do they have to be all satin which satin is notoriously not flattering on a lot of people and different body types and Or they're like, do we have to do all chiffon, whatever the different materials are? So can you talk about like ways to mix the different textures and materials? Because you guys had in your bridal party, you kind of had a range of different materials, right? Yeah, we did. Um, I think that having a range in materials and, and fabrics in general is key to like having beautiful pictures because if you want depth and personality amongst your, you know, group of, of bridesmaids, then you have to kind of let them wear what they feel is more flattering on their body and goes with like their personality. So you can't put everyone in silk, right? That mm-hmm. is going to show every single little thing on your body. And you have to assume that some women are not going to be super comfortable with that style. Um, the same way some women don't really want to stand out and they don't really feel comfortable in sequins, you know, like, there are different things that are different, comfortable um, on certain people. And having that like diverse group allows people to choose what they feel good in. Um, And so like having that mix of fabrics and styles definitely helps that. Is there anything you feel like, even though like you're letting people do their own thing or pick their own like fabric or color that is there anything you feel like you should keep uniform? I feel like length is one thing that you definitely want to keep uniform because if you have some people in, you know, full length dresses and then others in T length dresses, you're going to have some strange pictures. So if there's one thing you you want to keep uniform, I'd probably say length. Oh, God. Okay. Thank you for telling me that because the wedding that I'm going to be in in February, I'll have to tell Brooke, if you're listening, change the length. She was like, some people (laughs) can be short, some can be long. And we're doing the same color scheme as you guys did. So um, yeah, let's let's get that set that length set. (laughs) I feel like if you have different lengths and different colors and different textures, it it gets to a point where you've overdone like your differentiation in the group. The same way you can underdo it. Like you can't have, if you have a group of eight bridesmaids, you can't have six wearing champagne, this like really light champagne color, and then two are wearing like taupe. It it looks strange. So you can't overdo it and you can't underdo it. Okay. So we're trying to keep the same length. And I think we did for, for mine, I think we did the same like shoe kind of like color ish or like there was like a, there was like a hard no for certain kinds of shoes. Right. Yes. There were hard no's on shoes that really stood out. Like the shoe was not (laughs) supposed to be a feature. It was either like, don't wear shoes at all. Or if you're going to wear them, like just keep them super neutral because we don't want to see them. It's so funny. I was like, what did we write? AKA like what basically (laughs) to give again, more context, basically like, um, I was like, okay, I need to send out an email to the bridesmaids telling them what to wear. And I was like, well, I was like, what are they wearing? So she wrote up a thing. <laughs> and then I sent it as if like I wrote it. That's why I have no idea what um, what we asked for. People are like, what did you tell the bridesmaids to wear? I'm like, I don't know. What did you tell the bridesmaids to wear? <laughs> well, no, what me? did you tell them? That was our biggest question from the audience members. They were just like, how do you even start telling them? What, like, how do you give them direction for this kind of look? So you have to give very thorough direction. Um, you want to give as like detailed direction as possible so that you can avoid saying, no, don't wear that when someone texts you a picture of what they're wearing. So we sent, we, I, you sent for my email address. (laughs) I was like, you were like my ghost emailer. You were (laughs) exactly. Um, we sent, you know, a, a length requirement, which was like calf length or longer. Um, 
a texture requirement, which was like beads, sequins, and like silk are advisable. Like we wanted something that had like a little bit of sheen if possible, because it really picks up nicely in outdoor photos. And then for the color, I sent an eyeshadow palette because like, let another company do the work for you. Oh, I love (laughs) that. So like eyeshadow, for example, like you're going to have a base color for an eyeshadow and then all the other colors that complement it. So it was like a really easy way to pick off. I think it was like an Urban Decay eyeshadow (laughs) palette. Let them do the work. Um, And then we sent that out and then they had that color palette to match. That is brilliant. Literally, brides, go to Sephora, open up your favorite eyeshadow palettes, snap a photo, and send that. That's so smart. I would have never thought about that. Oh, my gosh. Another friend of mine actually told me that she used um, paint color swatches, which was, like, another really good idea. Where, like, you know how you pick a paint swatch, and maybe this is just me being, like, a a, (laughs) interior interior design design person. (laughs) Um, But you pick a paint swatch, and it says, like, oh, these tones and colors go really well with this paint. Um, That's another idea if you're looking for, like, a group of colors that look nice together. That's a great way to do it. And I'm sure like, I mean, also for, for your, I remember for your wedding and you had sort of a similar kind of look, you sent out like, I think you did a follow up where you sent out like a bunch of examples. Or, yes, because I'm crazy. <laughs> no, that was really helpful because then it's like you could also just like pick one of those if you're like me and you're like, I don't know what any of this means. But like, <laughs> here's here's one that's pre-approved. Like if you, I think if you if you have the sense of it or you can have seen the kinds of dresses that you've that would work to send just like literal links to those dresses. Yeah. And what was also nice about that is like, I remember you sent um, a bunch of different like price ranges. Like they weren't all like soup, like there was like a range of less expensive to more expensive dresses. So it didn't feel like the only options were like something super pricey. Yeah, and that's also, like, the nice thing about letting bridesmaids pick their dresses is when, like, you have a group of women that have different prices that they're comfortable spending, letting them pick their own dress lets them feel comfortable uh, comfortable with, like, what they're buying. Totally. And, like, it lets them feel like they're, like, they can find something flattering for their own body, like you said. Absolutely. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So an overwhelming question that I saw that we got was like, how do you say no to a dress if someone's sending them to you? Like, how do you reject a dress nicely? (laughs) 
it's it's awkward, right? Like no one wants to get a picture of of someone they like know or love like in the dress that they obviously like enough to send to you and then be like, nope. Eh. Um, but I think like if you come back with like a succinct answer, just keep it short. And the reason why, like make it constructive so that you don't have to do it again. Um, it's not such a big deal. Like at the end of the day, they just they know that there's like a look you're going for and it's not like anything personal. So Right. They'll they'll take your feedback and every single time the next dress was exactly what, you know, fit the bill. We had right. a situation where there was like one bridesmaid wanted to, one dress, but it was like almost silvery, like white to the point. And that was like easy to reject because it's like, no, that you, you might as well be the bride if you're going to wear that. So <laughs> I feel like that's that's where it gets easier. But um, but yeah, I mean. Do you, do you provide, when you say no to dresses, do you kind of provide like, you know, no, we, we can't wear this because of X, Y, Z reason, but yeah, here's a sure. brand where you could find some or here is a link to like an example one that might work that's sort of similar, maybe providing more dresses? Yeah, for sure. I think like the more constructive your feedback, the better off you are. So I gave reasons why like the dress didn't work. Um, I'd say only for one person who was someone that was in my own wedding, did I come back and say like, why are you wearing that? That doesn't look nice on you. Like she is this, <laughs> the most beautiful body and she like threw a bag on and it was like all wrinkled. So there was only one person that I was like, yeah, the dress works, but like, is this really what you want to wear? And she was like, actually, yeah, this is kind of like a, I'm just trying to like, Fine, make this fit, make a square peg fit in like a round hole so I can find a uh, another option. And then she came back with a better option. <laughs> I like that, though. And I think she and other bridesmaids probably appreciate that because, you know, it's we as brides, you should want your bridesmaids to look hot and feel their very best. You shouldn't want them to just like wear something that they don't they're ultimately not going to love on their body or love wearing in photos. So I think that's that honesty is probably best. Right. And then they'll yeah, look happy. She was definitely happy with that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think sometimes there's so much pressure as a bridesmaid where you just want to make sure you're doing the right thing by what like the bride has asked for. And mm-hmm. then you kind of like forget that you have to also like look at yourself in these pictures with your best friend or like really close friend after the fact. And you're like, do I really want to be wearing that? I don't know. And it's like, fine, you can you can take the time to go through some options and and send multiple options to the person who's, you know, giving you the okay. Right. I would say that was like, that was the most helpful thing you possibly could have done is like you being the one to like give that feedback. It also because you already feel like a bridezilla most of the time, I feel like when you're getting married and it was almost like having a lawyer, you know, when you're like, you can be the good guy and then you have like a lawyer review the contract and you can be like, my lawyer says like, you know, <laughs> this clause is like not, it's like, it's not something I should do. And I, the, having you answer the bridesmaids was probably like the most amazing in that way. Cause then I was like, not the bad guy, not that you were the bad guy, but just that you could like articulate it best. So, um, I think it's nice to have like an intermediary if you can. And I know obviously like um, not everyone has a a friend who's a stylist like you, but I think if you have someone in between that's can kind of like, you know, hold the reins, it makes it a little easier for the bride too. For sure. What are your thoughts on sort of mixing in like, Prince. I know Jordana, I think you were either in this wedding or attended it. It was in like 2019. I don't know oh, how yeah. I'm pulling this from memory, but it was blue palettes and there were like solid blue dresses, but also floral blue dresses mixed in. Do we think that's doable, Liza, or is that like tough territory? It's absolutely doable. Is it as easy as like shades of a neutral color? Absolutely not. But when it's done well, it looks so amazing. Like the example you just gave where you put like a little bit of floral with a color that and like maybe the color is tied into that floral that looks so, so nice. So yeah, definitely doable. Definitely advisable. Just, you know, it takes a little bit more work and nuance to make sure it it looks nice. And then what are the what are the websites that you usually like recommend or direct people to generally with like 
a, a light an, a great array of options for bridesmaids. So for like for solids, I think um, show me your moo moo and um, Amsel. It's it's like a- Amsel. I think I'm pronouncing that correct correctly. Have um, really great options for solids that also have different fabrics. Um, and I think that they have a lot of styles that fit different body types. So I like those two. But then obviously, like Revolve is great also for different types of dresses and different price ranges. Yours in Jordana's wedding was Show Me Your Moo Moo, right? Yes, it was. The neck one that um, it's like satin, that comes in a bunch of different colors. And I feel like that's a great option. And I always see a bridesmaid in that in different weddings. My friend is wearing that same dress for our friend's wedding coming up. That dress is amazing for so many reasons. But for me, I was almost 17 weeks pregnant at Jordana's wedding. And I had so much stress around like what my body would look like because it's my second child. And everyone was like, oh, you're going to blow up so quickly this time. And I was like, oh, God, I need space in my dress. So I needed a dress that that had, you know, versatility. And that website had a few styles for for women that, you know, need a maternity look. And that dress was really great. That's a whole nother topic fitting. I feel like that's we could do a whole episode series on that, like finding dresses that work for pregnant women because that's that yeah that's doesn't tough look easy yeah that's a yeah you should do it Liza you should do a whole um series on that <laughs> and if you guys <laughs> if you guys want the other um the other designers of the or, or the other companies that the dresses are from you can go to Liza's Instagram because she did a whole rundown of like which designers were for which dress that's at Liza.Lieberman on um on Instagram Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we did, we discussed printed dresses and then, so we said for shoes, basically like don't make the shoes the star. And then what do you suggest in terms of hair? Like, so hair is tough. Um, for your wedding, as we've heard on this podcast, on you up in the pictures, the weather was not our friend. (laughs) So you've got, you know, 13 women with all different textures of hair. And like, I, we weren't about to say everyone wear your hair down and, and blown out. Like that is not realistic for, for nice pictures. Um, so at first I was like, you know, everyone can, Choose the hairstyle that looks best on them. We all have different face shapes and things, you know, different hairstyles that we like and think are flattering on our faces. Um, But once we got to day of, there were two women that I saw, like, getting their hair done. They were having their hair blown out straight. And I'm watching us, like, sit in the suite getting ready. And I'm watching the hair just start to change over, like, Mm. the 15 minutes that they were sitting there. And I did go over to two of the bridesmaids and I was just like, look, I'm I'm the friend who gives unsolicited opinions and like is too honest. So I was like, you know, I feel like the weather is not our friend right now. And maybe you and I should totally like pull our hair back. And like <laughs> I did do that. And I've never, ever worn my hair up at a wedding ever. But I knew what was coming with the weather. And I was like, I can't risk this. And I saw what was happening to to their, you know, these two ladies hair and I was just like we need to we need to address this like do what I'm doing I think you're going to be happy with it and then when we went back and looked at looked at them in their pictures like they looked absolutely stunning so I think they were also happy with that feedback but other than that like usually you want your bridesmaids to pick the hair that looks nice on them as long as it's nothing like outlandish right, right. I don't really believe it like all the bridesmaids need to have the same hairdo like what do you think of that I feel like that's not necessary I would imagine just feel like it's too stuffy like Mm -hmm. don't you want to see the personalities of your friends like you can't put everyone in like a top knot and you can't (laughs) make everyone wear their hair down like it's just like a different 
different hair looks good on different people and you want your friends to look like themselves. Totally. I also feel like the etiquette, we do see some brides who will pay for their friends, their bridesmaids hair and makeup. And then that that gives them a little more justification to be able to say like, okay, now I want you all to have your hair like this. But even then, I wouldn't want to ever tell my bridesmaids like all wearing hair one way. Because like you said, it looks stuffy. It looks like we're they're all like matching robots. And I don't know, <laughs> when you have like different hairstyles in your group, it just makes it look so much more like, I keep using the word editorial to describe the whole look. I don't really even know what that means. But it, for me, it just looks like more like, a magazine when you had like less wedding-y and more like editorial, editorial, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm such a fan of, you know, your, your friends and family, whoever it is that's in your bridal party, like looking like themselves. Right. Um, of course you want everyone to have a cohesive look where they, you know, look like they're all going to the same event in this, in these photos. But um, I just feel like, giving people creative liberty is not a bad thing when it comes to, you know, getting ready. Yeah. Have totally. you ever had a situation where a bridesmaid is getting her hair done and it's like very similar to the bride? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I, this is such a like, this is such a situational type of scenario where you're just like, the, the bride will either really care or in Jordana's case, like she could care less. Like mm -hmm. she knew she was the bride. Everyone knew she was the bride. It wasn't like, wait, her hair <laughs> looks no like confusion. mine. Maybe everyone's going to think it's her. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so it really depends on who the bride is. It's like it's like the person who wears white shorts on on a bachelorette and then like the bride's mad, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Right. I kind of feel like if the if you need the hair to look so different, then like there's something else that's like not seeming special. Like the dress that you put together for me, I was like not worried about anyone knowing I was the bride. That <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. not a concern for me. Um, oh, she picked out your dress too. Yeah. No, Jordana, well, you, we, you, you love that dress. I obviously love that dress, but like I think it was more like you took me dress shopping. Like we went to like multiple places and I think what you really, I mean, I had, I had seen that dress for like a few years back and I would like, liked it. And then I tried it on and it didn't look like exactly like what I thought it would look like. But I think what you really did was kind of like gave me the confidence to know that like once you had, once we had it altered and you had directed them on the alterations and like once it was like made for my body that it would look like how I want, like exactly how I wanted to look. And I was like, I was a little skeptical at first, I think. Remember when we were like, Yes, trying it on sure. and like it was right before I was like debating between that and something else um and I think you know looking back I should have just like trusted that but then I did I was like nervous up until like I got it and then it was it was tailored and it looked amazing but I think what you really did was help me like see the full vision of what it could look like or just like you 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 were so confident that it would look right that I then became more confident and it looked incredible yeah I think that's one of the biggest challenges of finding a wedding dress is like having the vision of what it will look like when it's your size and like mm -hmm. at your, you know, destination. When I remember going into uh, Kleinfeld's to try on dresses when it was my wedding and they were taking these like what I thought looked like giant um, potato chip clips yes. <laughs> right. and like putting the putting me in this dress and I was looking at it I'm like wait am I supposed to make this decision on this like multiple thousands of dollar dress just based on these like metal clips <laughs> that you have it. it was just mm -hmm. like a crazy concept but that's what you do when you're picking out a dress you have to just like use your imagination of like what this will be when it's yours right yeah. And that's, I think, an important thing also for, you know, bringing the person you're bringing with you to those to the like, because, you know, especially like nowadays, you can't really bring a million people. You can only bring like one or two. So it's nice to have someone who understands like, I mean, it's so under you think like who understands fashion or who understands like almost just like the art of like dressing yourself, which is not something I ever really thought about until <laughs> now. <laughs> um and just how helpful it is because like you think of it like okay everyone can like like try on a dress or everyone can just like find 
will know what they what looks good on them, but it's a little bit more complicated than that is what I've learned. So you were very helpful with that process. Oh, good. I'm glad you looked stunning. Thank you. And then are there any colors that wouldn't look good as mis- mismatched dresses? Um, like navies. We had a question like this one person was like, can we do can I do na- like different shades of navy? And I was like, are there different shades of navy? I don't know. That's <laughs> really exist? tough. You want to know the best the, the best colors to do mismatched are when you're starting on the light side of that color spectrum because it gives you more to play with. Like if you're starting with navy or you're starting with like a, a winter green or something, it's it's harder to show differentiation in color. So usually if you want to stick with a navy, for example, you want differentiation in the fabric. So maybe you do like velvet sequin and silk or like some oh, sort of beaded okay. embroidery. So like I think that usually looks better if you're going to do a dark something dark and you want differentiation. But if you're going to do different colors, I think you want to stay on the lighter side. And like, I spoke to one bride who was like, I want to do floral. And I was like, how many bridesmaids do you have? She said, I have seven. I was like, so seven different types of floral. That's, that's tough. Like, I feel like you want to have a mix where you've got maybe three of them are in floral and then four of them are in really light colors that pull out of the floral so something like that usually is better right what do you think is like the critical mass of like number of bridesmaids to do a mismatched color scheme because let's say you have like three or four bridesmaids i feel like that might not be enough to get yeah i don't think that's it i think you need i think you need a minimum of five to do miss to do like truly mismatched can you do any that are like all different pastel colors, but they're all physical different colors and don't really pull each other out at all, if that makes sense. Yes, I have actually seen that done at like a farm wedding and it looked so gorgeous. It, mind you, it was this like luxury farm. I think it, it was held at Blackberry Farm. Um, but the bridesmaids were all in these pastel different same fabric so it was like all silk but pastel colors and um it came out really really gorgeous so as long as everyone stays within like that certain shade of pastel i think you can totally do that okay what do you think of and this is like one of our last questions that i just came up with um what do you (laughs) think of that trend that's like the bridesmaids wear white that I've seen. So I <laughs> I have actually been in one of those weddings. <laughs> oh. Um, where where we we all wore white and it was one of my close friends in Lake Como. It was a stunning backdrop. Wow. And we all wore white. And at first I was concerned, like, are we all gonna look like the bride. it's our wedding day? <laughs> and we kind of do when we're on our own. I remember I took I took a picture of like just me and the guy I was singing at the time. Um <laughs> And it looks like it was my wedding day, <laughs> which was awkward to post. Um, but then when you look at the group pictures, it's really stunning. So it kind of just depends on, you know, the the backdrop and the style of the dress. The, the silhouette obviously needs to be straight. Like you can't right. have everyone wearing these A-line white dresses. It's very confusing. I feel like you also like you need to have a very confident bride to, yes. to, to yes. be able to pull that off. Yes. Well, and I feel like the bride's dress kind of has to be a more of a wow factor dress to make that pull off. Because I've like my dress was pretty simple. I even thought about doing all white at, for one moment. I ended up doing all black, different fabrics and styles. But um, I feel like my it wouldn't have worked with mine almost because the bride has to. It almost has to be like a, a like oh that's the bride in her dress. It can't be like a simple white dress amongst simple white bridesmaids dresses you know right it ups the ante for the bride's for sure. dress right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i think in the wedding that i was in i remember the bride also had this like crazy veil that was so long and like embroidered with beads and gorgeous that it made us all look like just you know background noise she looked so stunning um but the white did come out really nice that's awesome and Like, I I remember those pictures. They looked, it came out looking really, really good. Um, Thank you so much. I feel like that's pretty much all of the questions that we, that we had just like 
summarize, but I know we have a lot more specific questions. So where can the audience members like find you, enlist your help? I know you offer like, you know, you know you're, they can find like information on your Instagram, but also if they wanted to reach out to you in other ways. Yeah, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Liza.Lieberman. Um, I answer all the DMs that I receive. And um, you can always email me as well. Um, my email is Liza on fifth at Gmail. Liza, do you do this? Like you, sh- if not, you should, because we had many people slide into the DMs and they were like, I will pay her to just be- do what she did for Jordana's wedding for my wedding. Just like help find the, br- I guess, the bridal looks and then also help say no to bridesmaids and stuff and help coordinate all the yeah. bridesmaids. Be dresses. like the bridesmaids, lo- like the lawyer of the, like, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should. So I do, I, I do like styling for fashion styling and an interior styling, but I never really specialized in bridal. And I was saying to Jordana and also to Sammy the other day, um, there's a huge market for this. Like I didn't realize how many, people would have questions and needed help. And they were so thankful uh, for like the, the help on the bridesmaid front. Some of them were like, can you style me for for my wedding weekend? And so now I've actually started working with a few clients on on their outfits for their entire wedding weekend. So for like the welcome party and rehearsal oh, dinner amazing. and all, all that. Yeah, so um, definitely reach out. I feel like that experience, your lack of doing bridal almost is a really good benefit in a way like half my vendors that I hired like my photographer and videographer very much weren't wedding photographers and wedding videographers but my photo and video are probably my two favorite outcomes of my wedding so I feel like sometimes that that works if you're not like a a 100% bridal vendor you can still do really good work on bridal things you also have your experience doing your own wedding and then my wedding um Mm -hmm. so it's I think there's so much there and like you have so many creative ideas when it comes to fashion and I mean also interior design you can also see Liza's kitchen on her uh, <laughs> on her Instagram too which is like incredible but Liza, I have to I need say you. like that was to me like being able to like um, outsource that for something that I knew that wasn't like my thing that knew I knew that wasn't like going to be the thing that I was going to execute really really well like there are certain things I felt really confident in I felt confident in like my vows and like like you know other parts of the wedding but that it just made it so much less stressful knowing that someone who knew what they were doing was able to like help me out not just again like you did an incredible job with my actual wedding dress and wedding day and and wedding weekend but also for the bridesmaids because it's just like there's so many moving parts especially if you want to do something pretty cool so reach out to Liza at Liza.Lieberman on Instagram, or you can email her. Um, and thank you so much for coming on. We had such a great time talking to you. Thanks for having me, gals. Of course. We'll be right back with Unpopular Opinions. Now it's time for Unpopular Opinions. Our first opinion for today is... Bridesmaids don't need to have bouquets. Wow. I liked this one because it's very relevant to you. And as we know, (laughs) you do not have bouquets. Um, And, you know, I agree with this one. They don't need to. I think, brides, you should save your money. Uh, We had a lot of questions from the audience being like, well, how did Jordana's bridesmaids stand in photos if they didn't have anything Mm -hmm. to hold? So I was thinking you could speak to that a little bit. Jordana. Sure. Uh, well, it's funny. I actually got the idea to not have bouquets from Liza because oh. she at her wedding didn't have them. And, you know, she's like obsessed with like styling and fashion. And I was like, if she doesn't think that they're necessary, like, who am I to say they're necessary? And they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I got a lot of questions about what people like what they held. They kind of like in the photos, they like held each other. Like yes. I kind of also because we had like this beach, like kind of like informal wedding where like people a lot of times people weren't even wearing shoes it was kind of like I felt like a bouquet would make it like a little stiffer or like stuffier Mm -hmm. so people were just kind of like hanging on to each other and they also like the photographer was like having them just kind of like you know like raise their hands or look at you or like you know what I mean like do something kind of fun and more intimate and then when they walked down the aisle um they just kind of like linked arms with the guy 
mm-hmm. like that was really what they did and also like you don't do anything with those pictures of them walking down right. the aisle with the oh yeah nothing like what are you going to do with the picture nothing you literally nothing. and and it almost like you said i think the bouquet gives it a way more formal look so if you're getting married at like a castle if you're lucky enough to get married in a castle <laughs> maybe have a couple bouquets for your bridesmaids but yours were perfect yeah, and it's I, black tie yeah and i know i get that right right i noticed that yours did look a little just more like warm and fun because they were holding like you said holding each other arms around each other in cute ways like and and if you have a good photographer they'll style them and say like okay now you on the end put your arm around her this way and I think it just like I think it really worked for you guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, also like I said this, I think on on my recap episode, the bouquet that I had, like, I didn't even really looking back. I don't even know if I really even needed a bouquet like myself. Like mm. in the, I didn't hold it for many pictures, and the ones where I did hold it, I'm kind of like it's like blocking my whole body. Like, yeah, which I worked really hard for, for this way. <laughs> Do you know like, what I mean? Like I'm bouquet. kind of like. Oh yeah, I don't think I real like I I held it in a lot of the pictures. I don't really think it added anything. And I also like I mean I I I wanted I got a pretty simple bouquet. It was like, um, it had like a tiny hint of color, but it was mostly white. So I'm just and then literally like after the thing, like I th- like it was like I I found it like on the floor of like the living room of my suite. I like <laughs> did not care about it really at all. So. <laughs> I accidentally I'm left mine in the car and it like died after. And I was like, damn it. A lot of people like preserve their bouquet. They're mine. so expensive. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like how much is a bouquet? Like, Ugh, like at least $300. I right? definitely. I mean, I guess it depends what at least. type, what type of flowers. But like, I think mine, uh-huh. the bridal bouquet. Mine like 600 bucks. Oh mm. no. Mine, mine was less than that. I think uh, definitely like a couple hundred. Remember. But I don't know. They're, I feel like it's at least like, it's probably like at least two hundred dollars, yeah. and then yeah. gets more expensive because the, they so were expensive. quoting me like seventy five dollars for a bridesmaids bouquet. Yeah, no, you can you cannot hold any or make your own. We've had cu- a couple guests. Yeah, that- you could totally make your own mm-hmm. that part. I know people say you can reuse them too, but like I didn't. Again, I'm not the kind of person who would know how to do that. And I just remember being like, okay, fourteen bridesmaids, seventy five dollars each, <laughs> like. Yeah, that's not I just don't care enough to spend it on that. I'd rather I put it towards like their I'm kind of like I think my bridesmaids would prefer to have me spend that towards their like bridesmaid gift than these flowers, which they're going to toss immediately. And like you said, the blocking of the dresses is like a huge ordeal that you hear like wedding planners being like boob or pubes, not pubes. (laughs) I said pubes, (laughs) pubes, not boobs. Like you're supposed to hold it lower and like if oh you yeah that's the saying there's a couple different sayings but that's one of them um and yeah i mean that's something like you see bridesmaids holding their bouquets and they're like up too high or too low or whatever it kind of like adds some complications sometimes so yeah i don't think i posted any pictures with my bouquets i think my friends my i think it's more like almost like my my friends took pictures with me and i'm holding the bouquet and Mm -hmm. like i guess that gives it an added extra bridal look like those are the i think they're the I don't I don't think I posted like any professional shots with it. Yeah. Well, our next opinion is I hate cocktail receptions. It's hard to get out of conversations and dance. What is a what is a cocktail reception? So on our last episode with Jess Clark, she they did a cocktail reception. She was raving about it. It did sound really she said it was just so much fun, like it's so much less formal. You get to get to the dancing faster. It's basically where you don't sit down and have a formal plated dinner. Like there is cocktail food going around. It's basically like an extended giant cocktail hour mixed with the reception. Interesting. Yeah. And you, I mean, you you definitely have like chairs for people to sit at so people can physically sit and aren't standing for like five hours. But do they have tables? Yes, you have tables. Um, I think, I mean, you can do it a bunch of different ways, but I think for the most part, you have tables, you have, I think you can have assigned tables, but a lot of them don't. Like, it's more like just go in and fit, find your own seat. So there's no cocktail hour? I mean, you know, I think sometimes, like, you can have a cocktail hour before, maybe in a different location, and then you just right. go into the reception. It's basically like a reception just without 
the formal like sit down dinner and without like, I mean, I'm sure you can break for speeches and stuff like that and still follow sort of a reception timeline, but you just don't have like must be sitting dinner Hmm. kind of thing. Have you been to one? Honestly, I went to, I think I went went to one and I didn't know at the time that it was one. But I went to a very small, um, intimate, like, backyard wedding ceremony. Very, like, low budget, super fun. Um, And, yeah, we kind of just, like, found seats at whatever table we wanted to sit at with, like, our friends slash family there. And, and, like, they had buffets and stuff where you could go up and get a bunch of, like, dinner food if you wanted. Or, like, they had waiters walking around with food. But we didn't have, But they're still dancing? Yeah. And you kind of start dancing like right away and people can dance like whenever they want throughout the whole night. So okay, it's kind of nice. It's it definitely makes it like less formal and more. Um, I don't know, just more get to the dancing faster. But this opinion says that they hate them. So hmm. I don't know. We want to hear your guys thoughts on that. I haven't been to one, so I can't like fully say, but there's parts I think I would like. Mm-hmm. And parts that might be a drawback. I feel like I would let, I kind of, I think we're hurt. I think cocktail hour food generally is like the best time to like eat. And mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to not have to like take time to sit down and to be able to like casually eat while you're dancing almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could also see how it's nice to like break it up and have like a moment to sit. Yeah. I could see guests being confused too. Cause we're all so used to going to weddings where there is that formal sit down dinner. So I could see guests just like malfunctioning and being like, where do we go next? Right. And what do we do? What are we supposed to do? Because guests, that's the one thing with weddings, you guys, like guests just love to be told exactly what to do throughout every single aspect, exactly where to walk, exactly where to be and when. So literally just like I could see that being tough. But I don't know. Let us know your thoughts on them. DM us and email us about cocktail reception. Love that. Just because they're family doesn't mean they have to be invited. Oh, I think what I do you think? this one from the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. I agree with this. What I do, think? do. And I know you'd like this one because you had family issues at your wedding. Um, not to yeah, bring that up. this is very me. <laughs> Love it. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, I... I agree with this. I don't think you have to invite anybody, but I do think that if it's a family member, especially an immediate family member, you do, you should think really long and hard before you choose not to invite them. Because the last thing I want for you brides is to regret one day not inviting them. That's a great point. I think um, it definitely should be like a decision not taken lightly. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you want to surround yourself with people that are really happy to be there and bring a positive energy and like that love you and that you have a great relationship with, because that's going to, I think, determine a lot of how you feel on that day. Like the, I think like, like wedding energy is very underrated. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like the vibe or the energy or like if you feel like there's like so much like love in the air and everyone's so excited to be there and everyone's like getting along and just like loving, I think it just changes the whole like you can do everything else right. But if there's like a weird tension, Mm. it's going to put a damper on the day. So I think it's uh, it's totally okay to invite the people who give you that regardless of whether they're blood related to you or who they are in your life. Very true. Wedding energy, definitely underrated. We should do a whole episode of wedding energy. <laughs> How to. Big wedding energy. Yeah. Oh, that's the title. Yes. There we go. Um, so that was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. It's so good. Only 100 calories and gluten-free too. I love high noon i'm really into like the watermelon flavor these days and i just love that there's like real vodka and real juice and you know as we are exiting the holiday season i'm so happy it's there because it's so convenient and i'm just like tired from the whole month of december so i'm excited to just relax and have some high noons what about you nicole 
I love it. I moved this past weekend and threw out everything in my fridge. But the one thing I was like, nope, to the movers, I was like, we need to make sure we move this to the new place was the high noons in my fridge because I need to always have them in there. Right. Like, you know, these are the things that we need to make sure are moved with. They're fragile mm-hmm. in your heart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I think we did it. We solved weddings or at least one part of them. And I think one more thing we wanted to talk about was our game, right? Yes. So if you guys love unpopular opinions, which I know you do because you submit them all the time and ask us and you love this segment, we created a card game with them, a whole deck of cards. It is the perfect game to play with your fiance who you're you know, marrying to kind of decide, get on the same page about wedding opinions. It's the perfect game to play with your bridal parties, your maid of honor at your bachelorette parties, at just a girl's hang night. It's so much fun. And yeah, so you can get that right now at betches.co slash bridesmerch. You know where else I think it'd be awesome to play? Like, I think everyone should have them in the getting ready room at their on their wedding day because there's okay like for the bride there's not much free time but the Mm -hmm. bridesmaids there's a lot of time they're just kind of like hanging out there um what a great fun wedding um, inspired game to play like with other bridesmaids while the bride's like doing her thing i love that that's a really good idea because you do need an activity for them of some sort yeah, and then it keeps them like in wedding mode because they're all like wedding related questions. Right. Um, and you know, sometimes, you know, you get a little, there's a little extra time while like the bride's doing her family photos or stuff where you're just kind of like hanging out. What a great idea, I if I do say that. so myself. I love that card game for the wedding day. It's really for any, any occasion. Yes, and we will see you next week till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.